passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof rack, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with the eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts that you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, it's Bubba. You know, it's never too early to play holiday music, and it's never too early to start thinking about gifts. What are you going to get that friend or friends? Whether it's for a regular friend or a friend that you're in their pants, you can make this season a jolly one with Manscaped. Do your little drummer boy a favor and use the Lawnmower 4.0 to avoid another silent night in the bedroom. Then add Manscaped's top-of-the-line shower products, and you're going to have all the people thinking, all I want for Christmas is you, big boy. Santa cares about a sack, and so should you. Look nice when you get naughty. It's all by going to manscaped.com and using my promo code Bubba. That includes free shipping and 20% off. Smelling good doesn't stop at the shower. How about the Crop Preserver? It's a ball deodorant. Or the Crop Reviver, which is a ball toner. They can solve your stank problems all day long. And once they touch your sack, you never go back, buddy. Get 20% off and free shipping using Bubba as your promo code at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use promo code Bubba. Manscaped. Get your jingle balls ready for the holiday. Uh, we don't have any fancy I think somebody I think I do have somebody did produce like a you're listening to the I'm right you're wrong we're screwed F off Brent hates everything I think I think we got some produced um, I'm right you're wrong we're screwed deals I just gotta find them I know visually Felix the cat made some so when we re- replay it, they put that up. But I don't know that we have any uh, audio to get you uh, to, for uh, rejoins, if you will, or or opening or introductions. So welcome to. Uh, I think we call this. I'm it, this. This show can could lead to anything. Quite frankly, <laughs> it really can. I mean, you got look at the look at the three pieces of humanity that you got. <laughs> look, I mean, this is about this is the triangle of life right here, <laughs> for real. We are diverse. We come in different <laughs> fucked up shapes and sizes. The only thing that we have in common is that we're all Caucasian. That's it. <laughs> Males. We're male. That's right. Yep. That's it. Because we absolutely. Pretty much have different views. Well, me and Hatley are a lot more alike than we used to be. Yeah. Me and you, Brian, are alike. We're probably the least compatible, yeah. I would think. Yeah. But you like me, and you're my friend, and you're afraid of me. I, I have a healthy fear of you, like anybody should. Yeah. You're not in fear of me for what, like, you know I'm not going to beat you up. And you're not, and you know that I can't intellectually own you in any way, shape, or form. But you're mad that I do have somewhat of a little bit of a platform that could make some stupid stuff up about you and make your life a little bit rough. <laughs> well, I wasn't I mean, like, you know, I actually hey. wasn't. That's not the reason. I, oh, I actually I'm feared you should take a wiffle ball bat. Too, oh but... no, you should never worry about me physically hurt. You should be worried about me sending something to your wife with. Uh, I caught you with two strippers at Oz at the daytime. Oh, 
I'm just kidding. Meanwhile, you can't blackmail Hatley. He's the dirtiest guy of all. Like, when yeah. are you going to black me with mm. nude pictures of my wife? <laughs> I, learned, <laughs> but, I learned from you years ago, tell on yourself and then nobody can. Yeah, tell you. on yourself, unfortunately. Don't mm-hmm. steal from yourself, okay? <laughs> <laughs> that should be our – we should actually use that. <laughs> anyway, it's me, Brent Hatley, and Brian Matroni, and I've had – all three of these guys in my life at one time or another for a very long time. I probably met Brent first. No, I'm, Brian, I might have met you no, first. No way. No, it, was, it was definitely Brent. No I, way. I met you, oh, you in, met me uh, in 96. Brian. I met you in 2000. Yeah. Okay. And Brian was like 19 when he met us. I didn't even meet, meet Brent. I met Brent because he was trying to suck down free drinks at my nightclub. <laughs> <laughs> and he wasn't even on. I was at 98 Rock and he was at 103.5 and I vaguely knew him. But no, he, no, like 103.5 didn't even really exist yet. When you first got there, they had to do a signal upgrade when they announced that you were coming over. Right. So hey, I when, was I, doing, when, I, when, when they first announced I was coming over there and you had oh, uh, yeah. m- m- Greg Mall. And and it was a was and, and it was a shove down. It was like, listen, Randy Michaels says Bubba's starting December second. <laughs> yeah. Fucking and and remember the Scott the engineer was never ever told that he was you know, like you could never talk, you know, in, into him and Dan DiLoretto. And when the Bubba regime walked in, oh. I walked in and just literally fucking took over. Yeah, that was great. And so, but before I got there, <laughs> like when Marlon and Bass, like what was the because you were there, what was the scuttlebutt? Oh, they were um they were, everybody was freaked out. Like, what were they pissed. like? Oh my God, this motherfucker's going to come over here and <laughs> so, you know he does this and he. Yeah, he does this and this. And then the program director told everybody to get on the air and start um, slamming you. And the only person that didn't was Big Rig because Big Rig was like, what am I new? Like, <laughs> a new company. That only lasted a couple of days because didn't BJ, I mean, didn't BJ or Mark Chase have to call him yes. up and say, hey, listen. It was Mark Chase was like, hey, dude, what are you hey, doing? Hey, dude, I don't what, know what, why what, you guys are fucking with the guy that's going to be the morning show. Uh, yeah, what, what's going on? I mean, on? you know, fucking Randy handpicked him. And then, Can you be a fucking Winnie more of an idiot? <laughs> and then the program director quit, and that's how we got Brad. But did you understand? That's how we got do, Brad. No, yeah. no. So do you know that. Greg Mall and I had lunch at the old Tex-Mex by the Tanga Lounge. Yeah, yeah. And so I, so listen to this, Brian. I, I ninety. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, J Core Clear Channel buys Citycasters, and now I'm on the Power Pig ninety three point three. And now the 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 sister company that owns the Power Pig and ninety three point three and nine seventy FLA and all that has now bought ninety eight Rock. And the so, company I was working for at the right yeah. ninety eight Rock. And it was called City Casters. Yep. Yep. And the City Casters management all got fired. And <laughs> and and it's the I, Clear Channel was the purchaser, so they put their you know yeah, it was their people. managers. Well, it was J Core yeah. that bought us yeah, first, right? J Core. So J and I was J. If you were a J Core guy, you were J-Core even more. Awesome. You were even more sacred. Were you not, Brent? Like you, in there yes. were there were J Core guys, and there were. Clear Channel guys, and then there were CityCaster guys. Yeah. Well, first it, of all, if you're a CityCaster guy, you're fucked. Well, we well, t- Big Rig, myself, and Ted got it. We got we are the three people that got kept from CityCaster. Well, then you're the three people that got it because yeah, because we were like we're on board. You know what? You bought the radio station. Great. Tell us so, what to do. I'm an original J Core guy. Yep. I'm an original yep. J Core guy, and I am the biggest star. Over at the Power Pig, like yeah. in the mark and in the market, Brent. Even at that time in 1996, I was oh, yes. a, as as the nighttime radio guy. I was the biggest personality in all of Tampa Bay, definitely. And and the only ones that even gave me a run for my money would have were Ron and Ron while they were still on the air. Well, but, still, when, yep. but when they went to AM 620, it would then, then it's my house. And then yeah, and then they <laughs> and then they broke up. They almost got in a fist fight. At Universal, right? So <laughs> on the air. 
So <laughs> it was about they 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 come to me and they're like, hey, we just bought ninety eight rock, and, and well, see, I had a station in Denver that was looking at me. And saying, listen, you do top 40 radio and you hang up on kids and you tell kids that you want to fuck their moms. And, you know, you do all this real male skewing, you know, hardcore guy stuff. Shut up, you afraid us. And, and, but yet you, you got, and top 40 tends to lean 80, 20 women. And your show leans 50, fit like 80, 20 men. And so we, you know, but you got a 37 share 12 plus. At night, so we don't want to, you know, fire you from there, but you would be a great morning guy on a male skewing station. Yep. What, you know, the type of stuff you do is male, not female. So I had an offer. The station in, the station in Denver flew me out, and they were going to make me like their new morning guy. And, you know, but, but Brent, the thing about it is, you know, they kind of wanted me to be like, you know, Johnny, like, Lex and Terry, where you play like four or five records. Yeah. And you just, you know. Whereas I knew if I stayed with J-Core, I could, you know, the Bubba shtick could continue to even get bigger. Yeah, rather than Mark and yeah. Randy and Brad. And I'd, condition, I'd already conditioned this town to know what No Panties Thursday is and Shut Up You Little Fetus and Lesbian Tuesdays, right, and Fat Philly Fridays. And I was already a legend in this town. You know, I just go to mornings here. Yeah, and within mornings in Tampa, you knew you were going to get coverage. Right. Media coverage because it's a it's a thing. They already know who Plus you are. Plus, I had so many shady deals already set up in the four years that I'd been here. <laughs> you had crickets I mean, everywhere. I, I had whores and I had, you know, anything that I needed. <laughs> I mean, if I, if I, if I had two, you know, two friends coming in town that needed, you know, some head, I could call a couple girls up and be like, hey, I got a couple of my boys are going to be over. I'll come over to 4002 uh, Gandhi at, at 8 o'clock tonight and suck him off for me. <laughs> I, I was looking at, I was looking at some- Brent, am I lying? You're not at all. I was looking at some footage the other day of um, some old footage of Let Your Chichia Run Wild. <laughs> From then? Oh, oh, yeah, when girls would call and be like, so listen, I got my own limousine company. <laughs> and I'm going to send my limo over to pick you two girls up to meet me at my condo. Yeah. And then we're going to go ahead and get crazy <laughs> on my condo. And what they don't realize is it wasn't my condo. It wasn't your limo. And it was, it was, it was <laughs> hold on. So, so this, I was such a good marketer, Brian, that I went to this, I went to, I went to this limo company. Okay. And they weren't doing that good. You know, cause you know, they had a, they had a big nut. They had like six cars and you know, you got a big monthly nut to cover all of that. You got to keep those cars rolling. Right. <laughs> so I'm like, and the guy's name was Gary and he broke away from Julie. Remember when Julie? Had yeah. Julie? Yeah. Well, Gary <clears throat> and her were a couple and then they broke away and Julie continued Julie's limousine. Well, he had Gary's limos and nobody fucking knew what Gary's limos was. Yeah. Everybody knew Julie. <clears throat> so I went to Gary and I go, Gary, we're going to rename your company love sponge limousines and i you're going to pay me six hundred dollars a month you know naming rights fee and then i'm going to be and we're going to market it on the air like you gotta you gotta tell everybody that drives you gotta tell the secretaries you got like we're, we're literally i'm gonna have to come in one day to the to, to the warehouse and you're gonna have to introduce me as the co-owner in order for this for this to be a hard sell like you know, we got to hard sell this, and so really, we only had a contract, Brian, that he was going to pay me six hundred a month, and I got free limo rice. That's the only fucking contract we really had. <laughs> but for in order for the public to believe, and the you, you know, obviously your workers have to believe. So 
Um, I would just get I, I, the deal was I got six hundred a month and then unlimited. Well, like up to six limo trips a, a week, and I would only need like four. But it was so cool if I had somebody coming to the to the to to town, you know, uh, Brian. I'd say, you know, I'll just send one of my limos to pick you up, and it it, it roll up with the, a placard that said "Love Sponge Limousines." You know, it's cool. That's it's awesome. awesome. I mean, don't think you can't get some pussy if they think you own your own limousine company. Especially, <laughs> especially in the late night, mid oh, to the late nineties. Yeah, back when limousines yeah. were actually cool. Yeah. Oh my yeah, People God. would clown you now if you rolled up in a limo, <laughs> right? Well, no, it's 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 only every- rookies roll up in limos. <laughs> yeah, we've gotten really away from a lot. Like of Like Vegas is a cool place to kind of still yeah. have a limo because so, you can party. In so it, Gary but. had eight limos. And we called it Love Sponge Limousines, That's and we and we changed amazing. we changed the phone number. And even when you call when you would call the company, Brian, it'd be like Love Sponge Limousines. And so, but I really didn't own the con. I didn't own shit. I got six hundred a month in in sin, and you know twenty free limo rides. But as a marketing tool, Brian, it was so cool. You know, and even like bands would show up. You know, like if a band would come and do an interview, I'd be like, you know, I'll just send my limo company to pick you up. What? Yeah, I, I I own my own limo fucking company. Oh, I love that. And they and it, it was just a big fucking mind. Same with my Bubba's Beach Club down in Ebor City, Brian. Remember how? you've you got to remember Bubba's Beach yeah. Club in Ebor City. Yep. It was one of the. It was so Ebor City was just starting to blow up, and Ebor City is this is this very historical part of Tampa, and it's turned into just like you know, like I think every city has like a Bourbon Street. You know, flats. You know, the gaslight yeah. district. Yeah, every city's got cool that cities. now. Yeah, like you know, four, five, six blocks that are just bars and taverns and eat places to eat and you know, boutiques and head shops and tattoo parlors and concert venues and you know, theater things like that. I think every town has one of those. Kind and, of like a counterculture area. You know, at yeah. one point it would have been considered that. Now it's mainstream. So I, there, but within that world down here, you know, there were these grunge bars and there were these, you know, hip hop. And, and but I didn't, nobody had a real beach bar, like where the girls wear bikinis and, you know, had a certain, so I opened up a beach bar. No, hold on. Scotty, Mike and Judy, who were swingers and, yeah. Oh, yeah, and who owned a, adult establishment somewhere in Pasco County, but they needed to launder their money. So they, 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 they opened up this beach club. And so Mike comes to me who you remember, Mike, remember how shrewd oh, he was? Oh yeah. He, he, he walked up to me and he was real, real. And just, he looked like a little Frenchman with his little cheese dick mustache and his little ponytail. And he walks up to me and he goes, Bob, I have a proposal for you. I go, what Mike? And he goes, I'm opening up a beach bar right in the middle of Ebor. It'll be the hottest <laughs> spot. I'll pay the most for talent. I'll pay the most. I'll have the, we'll have the best DJs. Well, I'm putting $650,000 in decor, and I'd like to name it Bubba's Beach Club. And you talk about it incessantly on the radio, and I'll give you – I got 600 a week, not a month. Now, if my limo company blitz, I, I mean, uh, Brand, I was getting 600 a month. With Bubba's Beach Club, I was getting 600 a week – Plus, like, uh, like a like a five percent kicker if we did, you know, over like forty grand or something. So, but everybody thought I owned it. Like they would have a staff meeting, and I'd, I'd come in act like I owned it and everything. And the only kicker was Brian. They had to build this, <laughs> and I was the first person in Tampa 
to have a nightclub that had a skybox that overlooked the dance floor. Now, those kinda, were the days. Now, kind of like, you know, a skybox at a football game. Yeah. I had a skybox that overlooked the dance floor. Blender will tell you. I, those were you, the days. Now listen, you were so, Trump before Trump licensing oh, your name out to everybody and, and looking like you were super yes. freaking wealthy. Brent, we should actually do something about this, right? Oh, my God. We, those, I mean, these I were the But hold days. on. I don't even know that you even thought we, that we that you've in the things that we're doing right now that we've even thought about this. No, this, right? is, this is a whole thing. So listen to this, Brian. I, the, guy, the, guy's like, <laughs> the guy's like, what? I go, I need you. See that area right there? Get you a permit, whatever you need to do. Put four big posts down, put a floor, you know, and then make a skybox with tinted windows. And I don't want the audience, girls dancing, to be able to see in it. I want it tinted, reverse tinted, so it looked like a mirror from if you were up there, you know, looking, if you were up there on the dance floor looking up there, it looks like a mirror and you can't see anything in there. And then I want my own bar. I want a bar, a small bar, two TVs. And I want six couches that go right <laughs> along the, the the glass for you to be for guys to be able to watch. So, and then I want to, its own entrance with its own door guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. So Sean H with ten bucks on YouTube. I, I would go. I would go, and I'd have a two way radio, and I would say uh, the blonde. Three girls deep from the DJ booth. Her and her two friends. Bring them on up. And we had Mo too. That yeah, and we would so, send down to the so so then the guy would go up to the, one of my bouncers <laughs> would go up to the to the two girls and said, "Hey, uh, Bubba and his friends are in the VIP owner owners booth, and uh, would you like to go up and meet them?" And they're like, "Oh my god, yeah, yeah." So the minute you, they get in, even if they had like their only eighteen bracelets, who cares? I I mean, I'm not. You're gonna get. I'm gonna get that bitch drunk. You know, what I mean? I'm just saying like. So part of going to the owners, I, I mean, there's, there's no there's no rules up there, but we would never. I mean, uh, Brent, we would never su- survive in the Me Too movement. No way. And so the minute they came up, they're like, "Oh my god!" I'd be like, "Hi, I'm Bubba." I'm like, "Oh my god!" This, and this is Brent. This is Coco. And this is Craig the Bulldog. And oh, there's De- and they're literally there would be people like. Deion Sanders and Michael Irvin. And I mean, there would be people. Like, you One know. night I showed up there with uh, Zach Wilde from Ozzy's band and Scott Ian from Anthrax. Yeah. So, th- I mean, like for real. <laughs> it was like crazy. for real. And we were out partying and John oh. Christ from Danzig. We were all out partying. Don't worry about that's That's <laughs> that's Brian Johnson from ACDC and Jesse Dupree from, from Jackal. And that's people, them over there. And people will remember Scott Ian got yeah. arrested later that night, Scott Ian from Anthrax, because he went to Yankees, the Yankee Stadium over here on Dale Mabry and stole the logo. Oh, Jesus. So he had to get, they had to get Howard, had to get Steinbrenner on the air with Scott Ian to like get the charges dropped oh my from God. being at Bubba's I mean, Club. But, but, <laughs> but, but you know, you might see, you might see, you might see Warren Sapp, you might see Brian Johnson, <laughs> yeah, you might see, you know, it just, you might see uh, hard to, Chris Gratton from the Lightning. Well, that's you know, right, Roman Hammerlake. Roman Hammerlake from the Lightning. Um, <laughs> who was the guy that blew out his elbow for the Rays? Um, it, it, uh, oh, Tony. Uh, Tony. Um, starts with an S. I forget uh, his name. He's Tony Saunders. Tony Twi- Saunders. Twice. Yeah. Twice he broke his arm. Pitching. So, so I mean, so I I owned it. So and I and I owned an iClub. And so you know, my whole radio show, Brian would be like, "Yeah, you know, tonight going to be at Bubba's Beach Club. Going to have uh, you know, blah 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 blah." And then, you know, then, so then Fabrizi and I found some investors and we opened up our own alehouses. So I had restaurants 
uh, and and nightclubs, Brian. And then before that, Brian, when I was a t- when I was on a teeny bopper radio station, I started Planet Bubba Teen Clubs, yeah. and I franchised those out seven. I had seven franchises of those. Where I would these, the, I had one in Spring Hill, and this these two brothers had a skating rink, and the skating rink was doing real well. But the other half of the skating rink was like a big warehouse. And I'm like, why don't you guys just build a wall right down the middle and offer hip hop, you know, African American rap, you know, the, whatever the kids are into over here, and you can go skating over there. And these motherfuckers were making five grand a night. You know, they do five grand on Friday night. They, they would do like a little bit less on Friday night because it was football. So they do like thirty five hundred on Friday night, but then on Saturday night they do like seventy five. They do thirteen, fourteen thousand cash for the weekend. Wow. Because it's before the iPhone. It's before, it's before video games. Oh, it's before. It's, it's when people actually knew how to go out and right. be human beings. Yeah. So my franchise. It was the greatest. You went out and you had yeah, an answering had machine. That was and, it. And my franchise. Yeah. And I had seven of those. And my franchise fees for that was 2500 a month. <laughs> what about Bubba Beepers? What was the franchise fee for that? Bubba Beepers was. Beepers, Bubba Beepers. No, be, hold on, Brent. Bubba Beepers was $25 a beeper. <laughs> what? Yes. Holy shit. Oh, I got a one time. <laughs> $25, they would, you know, f- fee. Wow. One time. And I mean, I can remember back in the day, my beep, my Bubba's Beepers checks would be 36 grand. Oh, my wow. God. What were you spending your money on back then? Wh- whores. Oh, straight whores. Straight whores, yeah. Just whores. And then, and, and, I was, and, I was and then like, whores for my friends. Because Bubba would be like, listen, it's better to be a consumer. Let's just pay them. Yeah, <laughs> it's better to be a consumer. No, or like I do, like just Brian. Like I didn't even smoke pot back then, but my boys did, and I wanted them to have a good time at my house. So I would go to a drug dealer and buy an ounce of pot. I oh go, "Can God. I get an ounce of pot?" And they're like, "Well, yeah, sure." And I, like Brian, I literally did not smoke pot, but I'd have an ounce at my house, and I might tell my boys, "Hey guys, I got an ounce of some stuff out back." And they're like, "What?" And they better just rolling, We'd just getting high as hell. That was when it was harder to get weed. We'd be out there oh, baking yeah. the yeah. weed too, man. And then I'd be like, "Listen, you guys aren't my friends if you don't get high as hell." And then make some hamburgers for me. <laughs> oh, and hey, Coco, see that bitch over there? She's giving me a hard time. Grab her and take her home. <laughs> I mean, oh my God, we should do a movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, so I did. You know, I started out with Teen Club. No, Brian, I actually started out with a fan club. My very first, my very first Tampa. Tampa Shakedown was a fan club. And so I, and for a fan club, I took, I found 1,000 uh, of these. When I was, before I got to Tampa, I was in Milwaukee. And they did these headshots of every, not every radio personality used to have like a headshot. Yep. Well, the Milwaukee station did, a head, uh, had this headshot of me. And um, I got fired, so they're like, here, well, you can have your head. They had like 5,000 of them or something like that, you know, because they handed them out at, you know, the Brewers game and all that kind of stupid stuff. And it had coupons from, like, the, you had your head shot. Then the last little fourth of it had, like, um, you know, coupons for different Wisconsin-based stuff. Right. So I just took all 5,000 of mine, took it to a paper company and said, can you cut this bottom fourth off? And they're like, yeah, no problem. It cost me, like, eight bucks. And then I saw, then I would autograph them, and you could join the Bubba the Love Sponge fan club, and you'd get an autographed picture, uh, uh, and a and a thank you letter for a do- for five dollars. I love it. I love it <laughs> for five dollars. And I would go, and I would go, and, I, and so at night I'd be on the Power Pig, and I'd be like, "Hey, Power Pig," and someone goes like, "I I want to join your fan club. Get a picture." And I go, 
P.O. Box 127, <laughs> Dunedin, Florida, in the station because I had a 90 share. All these other guys were like, why are you letting Bubba promote his own stuff? Like, you know, they're like, well, you know, I mean. Well, because we're making a ton of money off yeah. of him. Because he's sold out and, um, you know, uh, we're, we're charging $310 a spot for his show and we're charging a buck eighty for yours. We have 16 availables for your show tomorrow and we're sold out for Bubba for three months. <laughs> so yeah, deal with it. What was your what was your um? You had Burt Smith the Suzu. No, 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 Tyrone the Suzu. But then it became Burt Smith, right? And then it was Burt Smith. Yeah, and I would literally call, <laughs> listen to this, uh, Brian. I would call Burt Smith's Suzu and I go like, Yeah, I got like forty five hundred on my demo, and uh, you guys gave me a truck last time. I'd like to have one of those rodeos, and I'd like. Purple neon underneath it. I want big. Yeah, those were crazy. I those. want big souped-up <laughs> tires on it. Now I want big mag tires on it, and I want unbelievable graphics, uh, just real crazy graphics and and stuff. Okay, like okay, Mister Clem, when would you like to get that? I don't know. How about Friday at noon? <laughs> okay, well, I'd pull up Friday at noon, literally, and I'd have like cocoa or or or. I had, a, I had a guy, one, one of my first assistants was called Half-Breed because <laughs> he was half, I mean, he was half. We had, we had Pantera. <clears throat> yeah. And I would literally go into the dealership, go see the owner, shake his hand, say, hey, man. And he's like, oh, man, we sold, you know, 17 Bubba units. Because I get on the air and be like, man, you know, you need to go to Burt's Methasuzu, tell him Bubba loves Bun, since you get 5,000 off, I'm just tell you right now, you know, all that and, you know, people would flock and go to these places and people would buy and tell them Bubba Army. And, you know, the, the owner would be like, well, you know, we sold 26 Bubba Army units last month. They would keep track. And so they would just keep feeding the monster, making me even more like, you know, more impossible to live with. So <laughs> I would literally go and say, Bert, how many did we sell this month? Well, we sold 30, Bubba. All right. I'll see you in two months, buddy. I get in my brand new, you know, $35,000 SUV. Now, uh, half free would already have all my stuff, my personal stuff, already transferred over, you know, like my Louis Vuitton and my gun and my sat, you know, any, any, and it had it all cleaned out and ready to go. And then we'd hop in. Sometimes I'd make him drive me. And then we would just drive to where we were going. Sometimes we'd go to a girl's house right in the middle of the day, like at two o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> they would. Yeah. yeah. So it started out with. With with pimping a Suzu's and went from a Suzu. No, I went from beepers. Brent, don't forget, I had Bubba Pogs. Yeah, Bubba Pogs. <laughs> oh, what I, was that deal? I made fifteen thousand on Bubba Pogs. <laughs> this Pog company came to me and said, "Listen, we want to do a set of Pogs, <laughs> but uh, are, you know these regular Pogs aren't selling to us." I was like, "Well, do Bubba Pogs." Guido had a Pog, and everything. and so they're like, "Listen, we want to have." They had like seventy-five kiosks. In all of the malls that were around, you know, my listening area. And they're like, you know. They were everywhere. Oh, Pogs were fun, man. Bombers, oh, slammers. I know. Yeah, well, I had a great. Bubba slammer, everything. And they're like, they, I forget what they sold them for, but they gave me, they're like, listen, we can do the accounting and, or we can just give you 15000 I'm like, I'll. 15000 15000 Pogs. Nobody's going to play on the stupidest stuff I've ever seen in my life. Stupid. So I have to get on the air and be like, oh, I'm playing my Pogs. They're the best. Oh, God, here's a Guido Slammer. Get that thing. <laughs> Make sure you trade for the, you know, you, know, you, got, the, you got the cow head. Uh, one, one, you need to trade that one for the Dig Dug Willie. <laughs> so great. So I went from Pogs to Beepers to Asuzus to teen clubs to nightclubs to restaurants to then 
back to nightclubs without my name. And then at um, so then Brian, the new marketing thing was well, listen, you know, you get on the air and you say go to Bubba's Beach Club, go to Planet Bubba, go to Bubba's Ale House, go to this, but eventually people know that you're just saying it because it's yours, right? I'm like, yeah. I go, but how about if I act like they're not mine and I'm just a consumer? People will really believe it then because not only, like, you know, so when I own Sip and Scene and uh, The Lounge, I didn't even act like I owned them. I was just like, hey, Brent, guess where I was last night? There's this new place called Scene. It's downtown St. Pete. That place is unbelievable. I don't know who the hell owns it, but that place is God. Damn, I love that place. That's right, Bubba. Scene, that place is awesome. <laughs> so it wasn't Bubba's scene. It was, it was really Fabrizi's scene. And I was, but Brian, don't you think that's brilliant yeah, too? That and the fact smart. that, like, after you've blown your name, after you've just saturated your name, everything from a beeper to a car, <laughs> nightclubs, restaurants, and limousines in between, then you own business, but you take your name off of it and you're just a consumer and you use your platform to promote it. You know, like people wouldn't believe, people would think it, Hunter Law sucked if it was Bubba's Hunter Law. Like they would be like, of course Bubba's going to say Bubba's Hunter's Law is the best. But if it's just Hunter's Law, plus you guys would never be that stupid to give me anything. Well, no, we can't in Florida yet because uh, non-lawyers can't own law firms. Yet? Yet. Is there, it, is it, there it, some states where? Uh, Washington, D.C. allows it. Really? Yep. So at that point, they like get like you know venture capitalist people in here to invest into law firms. Or they, I mean, you could be a partner in a law firm and and not actually be a lawyer. Yeah, you can oh, just participate. Just interest. participate yeah. in the ownership. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow, yeah. wow. What would you even consider me? Would you let me? Would you give me like a point just it, to be your boy? If Florida ever changes the rules, absolutely. Promise me right now. I promise you that if you if you give me a point. I'll give you a point if you, yeah, if you're, if it's Bubba's, Bubba's Hunter's Law or something like no, that. I don't you think, talk no, it up no, like you did back I, in no, the day no, no, with hold on. I don't think, I don't think we make a Bubba's Hunter's Law. I just think we keep a Hunter's Law and I just talk more about it. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, for a point. For a point. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I know you guys did about, you know, 40 million last year. You know, so. give or take 35. Brent, what's a, what's, Brent, what, Brent, what's a, what's a point of 40 million? That was like four hundred grand, ain't it? I, think, yeah, I, I figured forty, right? Yeah, but we, we no, we, no. Hold on, one point. What would one point of forty million? Four hundred grand. Yeah, four hundred grand. Yeah, hundred laws the best <laughs> for four hundred grand. Well, if, if we start making four, 40 million a year, there, then absolutely you so can have me, a point. But let me ask you a question. That's a lot and of. That's I'm a not, lot of I'm fucking not, auto accidents. I'm not. I'm not talking. I don't want to mention any names. And Morgan and Morgan is not in play. Okay. Right. What does a big Tampa-based firm do? A big one, N- not like even that's advertising it, heavily and stuff. Like, and we're not. I don't. I don't even want to mention any names. Like, I don't even want to mention any names. I'm going to say like a big, and Morgan and Morgan is on. Like, you can't consider them. So right. outside of them, what's a what's a a big firm number per year? For a Tampa, like it'd be a whole different number for a California firm. They can charge triple the amount. You know, yeah, it's, it's, it's based geographically. The, the Twenty like, to forty million range is, is is would be really a solid firm. Really? Yeah. Do you think there are firms in, oh, yeah. in, in Tampa that do thirty five million? Yeah. For real? Yeah. A lot of them? Uh no, no, not a lot. Especially with Morgan and Morgan being so big here, uh, that you know they 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 probably are doing, you know, five hundred million. <laughs> It locally, uh, maybe not. Maybe not just Tampa. They 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 do big money. I mean, they're a huge firm. 
I mean, huge. I mean, they are the biggest firm in America, aren't they? The biggest personal injury firm in probably they're in the LA. world. They're I in can't LA. imagine they're there in, being a bigger personal injury firm. They're overseas. in New York and New Jersey. I would see they're John everywhere. Morgan. How many? How many? How many people do you know have John? How many people you know have John Morgan's personal cell phone and and, and, and not, call him once every couple weeks? Not many. Just you, Bubba. I call. Oh, I, I call. Him. He's responded to a couple of my tweets. I was like, "That's pretty cool." Yeah, he's cool. Like, <laughs> like, that's that's pretty. Cool. Last time I talked to him was about a year ago, and he goes, "What you doing?" I go, oh, "Nothing." He goes, "You in trouble?" I go, "No." And he goes, "Well, that's a plus." <laughs> and I go, "Yeah." And he goes, "What you doing next Wednesday?" And I go, "Working." He goes, "How fast can you get over to Orlando?" And I go, "I could be there by probably twelve thirty." He goes. There's this neat little Mexican uh, restaurant right across the street from my firm. Won't you meet me there about one o'clock? <laughs> and so I'm like, you want me to come up to the office first? Or you want me to meet you just at the, and he goes, no, meet me at the restaurant. So I, I texted him when I was leaving Tampa. That's it. You know, leaving Tampa, proximate, and I and it gave me my, my approximate time. It's literally right across the street from the firm. And it kind of gave me an estimate of when I was going to get there. So I gave it to John. You know, uh, GPS says 112, you know, something like that. Do you know I pulled up and he was waiting for me? Oh, my God. Had a table ready, had our chips ready to go and everything. Wow. And, 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 then, and, I, and I'm not kidding you, and I'll swear on my son, Bill Clinton called him during, during our lunch. Oh, hey, hey, buddy. He, he said, What's going on? Mr. President, I'm going to have to call you back in a little bit, buddy. <laughs> How you doing, John? Uh, you see hot chicks lately? Boy, goddamn, John, thanks for keeping me off that Epstein deal. Yeah. Boy. Well, come on now, party with me. Come on, party with me. <laughs> I mean, Brian, to say that John's pretty powerful. Oh, right? yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm at the UFC fight in Orlando this weekend. If he wants to hook me up with anything, I'm, I'm down for it. What, what, what type of tickets do you got? Uh, we got, well, we got... Um, I like I don't like being ringside, so we're like eye level. Above. No ringsides. Listen, Brent and I will tell you right now. We used to get paid to oh, go. Yeah. They paid me ten thousand dollars to go to I don't know how many of the UFCs back in the day. It's when they were really starting to try and, to push the pay per views, yeah. right? And it, we would go once every like two or three months to the Mandalay Bay. Be all set up. They even built us our own little studio and everything. And we went to all the fights. The most we were like, you know, right there, ringside. And that, you know what, Brian? Ringside's not the best seat. No, the the first level on the bowl is the best seat. Yeah, yep. and that's what we got. Because so people often think, oh, you know, I'm fuck up third, I'm third row. Uh, you're not going to see shit. It's hard to see. It's hard. The posts get in the way. The cameramen yes. get in the way. And the angle. The, that you're and, at. Yeah, it's not. It's not ideal. Because when I, you know, I used to manage uh, the UFC fighter Hector Lombard, right? And I, I sat. You know, it's funny, too. You can tell what the UFC thinks of you and uh, as a fighter by where they put your crew in the stadium. Oh, I know. A hundred percent. When he his first fight against Tim Boach in Calgary, where if he had won, he was going to be fighting Anderson Silva in Las Vegas. And he, he had a boring decision that he should have won. But uh, but they gave to Boach. Um, we were front row floor ready to go. His very next fight, all of a sudden, we're like further, a little bit further back. By his third fight, we were up in the up in the two hundreds. Yeah, it, it was pretty funny. And then the last fight, he wasn't even allowed in the building. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was pretty they, crazy. They, the they way used they moved to they used to tell Hatley and I, you guys can sit. You know, first, second, third, fifth row, and we did the first time like a bunch of marks it was for Anderson oh. Silva and Rich Franklin. Yeah, they like, were a, right like there. a bunch of fucking marks. We're like, man, we're third row, bitch. Next next time, we're like, we'll take uh, the. 
like lower two hundreds, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, like, yeah. At that at that fight, we were sitting with Rich Franklin and Anderson Silver. We were sitting next to Tito Ortiz. But Brian, they would let us. We yeah. would walk in when, when we had all fully credentialed everything. So we would walk in where the fighters did. Yep. We would we walk had laminates. In. Yeah. We had yeah. Actual, I, 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 we, I, let me tell you this. We had Billy. Ma- there. We had fun. Billy Vegas. Fly, his dad, <laughs> Billy Vegas, would pick us up in a G six. Yeah. I'm not fucking kidding. We should have documented all of this shit. Oh my shit. god, that was. He used nice. to pick us up in a in a in a in a G6 right over there, you know, by the international ball in the, in the private area. He would pick us up in a G6 and fly us directly to Vegas. Yeah. Then we'd have to Southwest at home. <laughs> For real. You know what, though? This, and, and now it sucks getting from Tampa to Vegas because they're all fucking red eyes coming back. You used to be able to get three, four yeah. since COVID. They fucked everything now, so up, So what's man. a typical Tampa? Now, you can get there at a decent time, you can right? get there at a decent time because you're what? heading out west. But now it's like overnight shit, like a, leaving 11 o'clock Vegas time, getting back 5 a.m. And that fucks up Tampa. because you've t- you got to have the room for another day or that or you got to check out of the room and, and you got to be Johnny and Johnny dick around all day. Yeah, and then you're getting That's back what to Tampa. They do it for. I can't sleep on a plane well, so I get back to Tampa exhausted. It's just not it's not a cool trip anymore. It's not. No. And you know really, I mean, I don't know. As well as 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 nice as well HD covered and as well, as well as they cover it pay-per-view sitting at home you know, fucking with your balls hanging out yep. and doing what you want is, I mean, and being able to watch the fight and far, have a far better experience as far as seeing the actual fight. Yep. I mean, because, you know, the coverage you get is just unbelievable on a pay-per-view. Other than, I mean, it's it's just, it, it's not a wonder really TV and how well they cover the NFL hasn't ruined NFL attendance, which is a testament to. Well, NFL attendance has become for rich people. But yeah, yeah. It it's, also does well because it's a once a week. It's it's eight weeks a year you're committing to, not eight or nine weeks a year that you're committing to to the NFL. Where other sports, they're it's so they have too much product. Don't you think sell. this? Don't you think? Don't you think that? And I got we got. By the way, I'm right. You're wrong. We're screwed. <laughs> we haven't even got into politics yet, and we have to. Uh, but I want to run this by you real fast. I think it. I think all major league sports seasons are twice as long as they need to be. Yeah, all, yeah, like for instance, baseball, cut it down to oh, eighty-two oh games. Oh my god! Yes. Hockey, cut it down to forty-four games. Yep. NBA, what's the NBA? Put eighty-two games. Eight, eight, cut it down to forty-four games. Yes. NFL, cut it to ten games, like they used to. NFL used to play ten games, and then it was it's, twelve, it's and then it was about, fourteen. It's all then, about TV. Money. I know. No, it's it's all about I know. TV I know, money. buddy. But it, it 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 also makes it would help attendance, though, wouldn't it? Well, they don't care about attendance. They don't need a single fan to go to any of these stadiums, and these teams are making money because it's so you're all saying about like the, the Lions uh, at, at, at they don't need seventy two thousand. No, they, they don't, don't need, need nobody. One person, not a single person in that stadium. Because here's the here's the racket is. They take the TV money and divide it by 32, and that's the salary cap. So if you're the owner, you're not even paying out of your pocket to, for your sal- for your player's salary. This, it's a but, you, but, but, but hold on, but hold on though, Hatley. Here's the deal: as the team owner, though, that is where you can get your gravy. Though, if yep. you are selling out, yep. oh yeah, you definitely. I mean, that's where you're getting your gravy. Out, you right? definitely like, want the place. The full. Glazers make probably 15 grand in pretzels. Did you see how much they're trying to get from Man U? They're going to get it. Billion dollars. They'll get it, won't they? They're going to get it. They probably will get somewhere close to that. Yeah. 
Because what's, what's Snyder got to get for the uh, Commanders? Uh, four billion. Yeah, that's insane. I'm thinking that's three, insane. Three or is, he, four billion is he in real? Easily? Is he in real trouble? I heard he's in real he's, trouble. He's he's been running loose for a long time. And it's a terrible organization. It's it? yeah. It and the NFL has tried to protect him. And Goodell how about really the Sun? How about the, how about the Phoenix Sun guy? He got the fuck out too. Yeah, yeah. The NBA. Adam Silver's a little more stiff in the NBA. Yeah, about, they don't. They they've already. Yeah, but I got to tell sales, you this, right? though, Brent. Yeah. I got to tell you, Adam Silver. I, at any part of my life, I've never found NBA more insignificant. And I'm a, I'm a general kind of like all sports fans. I mean, yeah. I'll even like watch the, you know, I'll even watch like Wimbledon or watch like the U.S. Open or the Masters on sports that I really don't follow a lot. But, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I'll even watch like, you know, fuck, I'll watch a figure skating match on a Sunday if there's nothing going You're on. You're a casual sports fan that'll watch pretty much anything. Yeah, but I'm but I'm into like, uh, you know, I'm really into football. I'm really into to hockey, yeah. you know. but Both of those are right. awesome. But to me, it seems like... Like the amount of enthusiasm the NBA has, two two organizations I've lost the most enthusiasm for, and the one's going to freak you out. NASCAR, NASCAR, freak me out. NASCAR and the NBA are the two that I don't give a fuck so, about. So, the, so the, I the agree NBA with you on made NBA. a decision it's, to target the younger. Who ur- did? Who ur- did? The NBA made right. a decision to target the younger urban crowd and international. And but so, there's no defense. That's the problem. Well, the, the, the product is straight fucking trash. Yeah. It's the product just, is straight trash. They, it is the worst sport out there from a... Because when you watch the college basketball tournament, it's so good because there is defense, there's excitement, and there's all that, and there's none of that in the well, NBA. Well, there's parity. The, the NBA, you don't even need to watch a playoff game. Just tune in for the last three minutes when the teams are actually trying. Like, they just go through the motions for... for, for they uh, do. For 45 minutes out there, and I can then remember they actually this. try the last three minutes of the game. I can remember this. In 2018... Maybe nineteen. I think it was eighteen. It might have been eighteen. It's when Larry. It was Larry's last year with the Pacers, and they had Paul George. I think it might have been Paul George's last year, but whatever it is, Tyler and I went to the PRI Racing Convention, and the Pacers happened to be in town. So I blew a call into Larry. Well, into 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 Larry's into Larry's assistant, and I, I texted Larry first and said, "Hey, you know, can I? And I and I, I can I buy?" Because Larry Plummer was in town, so it was going to be me, Tyler, Larry Plummer. It was three of us, me, Tyler, and Larry Plummer. And I said, hey, can I buy three tickets for, it was the Trailblazers versus the Pacers. And Tyler had never been to an NBA game. And, you know, whether you like the NBA or not, going to the game and just seeing how big these humans really are. Like, it's just a whole nother. It's it's an experience that I'm at least, I've, I've got to see. So... Larry says, yeah, yeah, no problem. And the one thing I know with Larry is you don't ever ask for free. Now, Larry will cover them if you offer to pay. But if I, I just know, you just, I, you just know. Right. So, of course, they were, I went to go pick them at the box off. They were no, they, they were comped. I said, Larry, you didn't have to do that. And he goes, ah, don't worry about thick. So, <laughs> so anyway, the Pacers were down. Uh, it was that, who was a guard for Trailblazers that's unbelievable? Elia, um... He still plays for him, um, for the Portland Trail Blazers. He's unbelievable. Who's the best? He's the highest pay guy in the league. The highest pay guy in the league for the for, yeah on the Trail Blazers. Well, yeah, the Portland Trail, or the, maybe the da- Damian L- yeah, Lillard. Yes, the, whoever the point shooting guard is. Yeah, he's. I don't think he's the highest guy in the NBA. Is he? I th- 
Check his contract. He might be one of the most highest paid guys in the league. And when he when he is, you guys can suck my dick. I'm being right. <laughs> I, see if, see I'm not him. even saying you're wrong. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not. I just didn't I'm think so, it was him. I'm so not. LeBron called. James. Brent said he's still pulling for Dr. J. He yeah. didn't have so much he does about <laughs> fucking about NBA. Uh, Steph, Steph Curry is at 48. Okay. Russ Westbrook, What's 47. My uh, Damian Lillard is sixth. Okay, but he's he's a thirty-five million dollar a year guy, and forty-two point five. Well, back and wow. so he was really really good back then, and and the Pacers had Paul George. Remember him? Oh yeah. All right, so this game's going back and forth. It's like a fucking track meet. Just like you know, there's like I'm just we're watching. And by the way, we got like fifth row tickets, so like Tyler doesn't even know some of the cool experiences he's gotten to gone to. You know what I'm saying? So we we got fifth row tickets, Brian. I'm from me to you from the playing surface. So you can really, really see the game. Yeah. You know how big these guys are. So the Pacers are down. It's into the third quarter, and the Pacers are down 18 points. And Tyler goes, well, pff, we might have, I mean, Pacers are going to get their ass kicked. I, uh, Dad, I thought the Pacers, and Tyler was really into, into, into NBA back. He said, I thought the Pacers were far better than this. And Larry, I can remember Larry as an old timer, Larry Plummer, turned to him, said, Paul George hasn't even begun to try to play yet. Wait. <laughs> and I think Paul George had like 12, maybe 14. Yeah. He was just going up and down. Paul George scored, I think, 23 in the quarter, and the Pacers won by two. Yeah, that's how they go. <clears throat> but that's how the end. That's, that's how, how it goes. That's how it goes. It's, 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 it, to me, it's super boring. What like, two sports, Brian, have you Fallen out of favor of oh, NBA definitely from when I was younger. Um, and what is it about the NBA that we all hate now? It's not. It's not as gritty. It's not. Right. It's. It's too. So okay. <laughs> Number one, the fucking prima donna players. Yes. Okay. So they're making too much money. And this this whole like maintenance rest days and shit. Could you imagine being like, okay? You're a ham and egger, right? You're working. Uh, you're working at the factory. You save up money. Your kid idolizes LeBron James and wants to go see him when he comes into town to play the Memphis Grizzlies. So right. you work at the factory in Memphis, right? You, making making sixty grand a year. You're, you're, you know, Mom, you're, you're, yeah. you're busting your ass to to get by, making an honest living. Mm-hmm. The, he wants nice tickets to the game. They're two hundred and fifty dollars a pop. You save up your money. You buy him those tickets for Christmas. The game's February twelfth. Right. He's excited. You and your boy are going. Woo. LeBron James says on February 11th, yeah, I'm taking a maintenance day tomorrow. Fuck your son. Fuck the NBA. Fuck their maintenance days. Fuck their players. They're overpaid pre-Madonnas. That's, you, a, that's a great analogy. Yeah, it is. It's, I mean, it's, how it's many a great time, point. Yeah, like, I mean, like, it you happens know, all the time. But it, they don't that, fucking that, care Larry about their Bird, fans. Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, Dr. J, Never. Bill Lambert, those motherfuckers are maintenance day. They'd laugh you out of... The Never. only day they were allowed would be mental days, and Rodman had them. When you, <laughs> yeah. Load, yeah, but they but, call but it, he still played in the game. Load management. Load management. Yeah, load management. Loads to the but you're right. So the guy in Memphis just basically, I mean, just you just, you just fucked that right. guy. You yep. just fucked his kid. Exactly. I mean, and, and him. And even if you watch like the, the series about the Lakers on HBO. You can I do see, like it. You can see that Magic and Larry in there took their jobs and their that whole thing 100% I, seriously. I got to tell you right now, from that. From that documentary that I or that that what was that called? It was it was called a sh- uh, Showtime. Yeah, and it was about it was kind of loosely it was about Jerry uh, Jerry Buss. Yeah, Jerry Buss. <laughs> Have you seen it, uh, Brian? I haven't. It's watched so it. good, Brian. It, it's so good. Um, Brent's the one that turned me on to it. 
And I was like, ah, I know, But I knew that you'd remember basketball from back Brian, in those days. Brian, you yeah. would fucking love it. Just because Brian would love Jerry Buss <laughs> on how much of a fucking John C. Slim, he was a flim. <laughs> like, 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 Brian, he flim-flammed the fucking Lakers. Like, he didn't even have the money to buy it. He, flim, awesome. he, he went and flim-flammed people. to make it, man. He flim-flammed it. Oh, he flim-flammed it clear up until they almost took it away from him. And then he flim-flammed it again. <laughs> So, he so, flim-flammed his own mother to take it. So here's, And then he had his mom doing the books, and she was cooking them, and it was crazy. <laughs> Remember his mom cooking the books? Cooking smoke, burning down the house with cigarettes. But, and, but real, she'd be cooking quick. the books where yep. she'd put fake numbers in and yes. all kinds of shit. Oh, that was real, the best. real quick, take a guess. How many games did Carl Malone miss from 1985 to 1998? 85. So, so it took 13 years. Yep. Uh, uh, Five. Five. You yeah. fucking nailed it. Five. Five, Five and, in 13 years. And so that's a game the, every two years. And he was playing the low post. So. I, I, yeah, that's a, and a game that, yeah. every two or three years. He and Carl Malone's playing a, a, a brutal part of basketball. Oh, yes. Oh, he's a big is physical. You know, he, this right. Is, you You're know, not Stefan Curry, you know, firing him from 34 feet with no with no yeah. interaction. He's right. Still, he still played 18 seasons. Right. And, and, His you know, second to last season in the league, 39 years old, played 81 games. And, <laughs> and that's with, you know, John Stockton feeding him the ball yeah. in the low post like almost show me, every trip. How, like, you know, Magic Johnson or Michael Jordan. Show me Michael yeah. Jordan. You know, yeah. I mean, I mean, the biggest name in the game, right? The, the baddest of all time. I yeah. mean, I mean, I mean yeah. that, that thirty, that thirty for thirty about Michael Jordan is like awesome. Michael Jordan, like, so he hurt. First of all, I'm a, he, I'm a Larry, I'm a Larry Bird fan. I'm a Larry Bird fan. I know Larry Bird. He's my friend, but. If you're going to be intellectually honest, Michael Jordan's the greatest the ever. Greatest ever. of all time. You ready for this? And yeah. I'm a Kobe and Magic You ready fan. for this? It, this is his career. 82, broke his leg in 85, can't count that. The, so every game in 84, every game in 86, every game in 87, missed one game in 88, missed no games in 89, missed no games in 90, two games in 91, four games in 92. As he's getting older. Yep. Um that's Nine. just that's just that. But he he made and, the and, effort. And, and hold on, and and here's the difference because we have to get moving on. Yeah, that's when that in that era where you had a Larry Bird, a Magic Johnson, a Michael Jordan, a, a Barkley, a Shaq. When yeah, you had to, when you had those guys, James Worthy, that didn't miss a game, that nope. played through the hurt. You have to chief. You that's had... when in the NBA was at its strongest. Yep. Yep. Now Robert you got Parrish yeah. out there, man. Yeah, Robert, Bill Lambeer, Bill Lambeer, Bill, Bill Walton, yeah, Dennis Rodman. Like those were those teams were Akeem Olajuwon, oh, yeah, well, Akeem and, the Dream, and, and the pressures. Ro- the- David Robinson, yeah, the, the the Admiral. Think how many seasons he played. Yeah, a thousand in the NFL. <laughs> the pressures there too. You know they they can't come off the field because it, the NFL stands for not for long, mm-hmm. and so you you come off and you just lost your spot. Yeah, right? ask Dominikowski that. You yeah. should know that too. Know the magic, the Magic it. Man. Yeah, so Brian it, would be full time if he wouldn't have a, you know bowed out at a, at a during an injury yep. covid was a small little injury and he and he and he, and he, and he took he took some replacement time I'm, off i'm a bitch just like the nba players <laughs> I, I, but I wanted you to be like I wanted you to be my Thursday Friday guy. I know. I did, I, did you know that where my that's you where have my no head choice was now, but not to do it. So I. But I what understand. I'm saying is, did you know that that was what I was going with that? Did yeah. you Did you know yeah. that? I, I had a feeling. Yeah. And you said no. I didn't really, but yeah. Yes, you did. I mean, I sort of did. It was extenuating circumstances. I understand. We can. It's easy to say that now. (laughs) I mean, it was easy to say it then too. So anyway, listen. We got. We got. We only got like. We only got like forty-five more minutes, and and we got to talk about this World Cup thing first. Brent told me I don't pay attention to the news much. 
but Brent said that there's a big whodunit in the World Cup deal because America beat uh, Iran, and <laughs> yeah. now the Iran government's going to kill everybody. So I don't know. What's, they, what's going on with it? So uh, America— By the way, is it really that big of a feat that we did beat these guys? Yeah, it is. It's huge. I mean, it's— it's huge. It, I mean, nobody expected. A lot of people didn't even expect the United States to move out of the, the knockout. It's stage. tough to beat a team in soccer when you're playing against a team that only needs to draw draw you. Yeah. So that's the difficulty. It it I, the U.S. and Iran are very close in terms of their world ranking and their skill, but when when you je- when you have to win a game, when you have no choice but to win to advance, and the other team, if they advance, if they just Force a tie. That is a really hard situation to be in. A really hard situation. The U.S. won. And, you know, the Iranian players, and here's what kind of was illustrated on the world stage for everybody to see, is right now there's protests going on in Iran. So, which, I mean, that's that's unheard of because women don't want to wear the hijab on their head. They want the freedom to... Wear whatever they want. Women are even allowed not to want something now. Back yeah. Then, women, oh my God, back... they're getting killed. This woman got killed yeah. in police custody for not even wearing it. She wasn't even not wearing it. She was they, not wearing it correctly. They've murdered thousands of dissidents over in Iran this yeah, year. Yeah. So the players um, in the first game, while they were playing the Iranian national anthem, were not singing the national anthem in protest. That was a protest, and people think, oh, that's not a big deal. Oh yeah, it's a huge deal for them. So they got called and their families got called and said if they continue this this protest that they're going to start arresting the players' families that play for Iran. So And when they arrest you, you don't get out. Like no, that's the no. thing. Nobody sees you you, you get you're, murdered. You, you never get, get seen again. Yeah, you get murdered and, and they're oh yeah, you see. They call it an arrest, but it might as well just be taking a leg. Yeah, yeah. it ain't it ain't good. Yeah. So it the in the, the it's it's crazy and it, it puts the in a political sense, it puts liberals in a really weird position because liberals defend Muslims and Islam at every turn. And here they're saying, well, the hijab is not a choice. It's something that's forced on women in this country by a theocracy. They're protesting it. And it's not racist to support these women who want their personal freedom. And even the people in Iran, the people of Iran, not the government, the people of Iran love the West. They love the United States. They love us. They want to be more like us. If you looked at the women in the stands during that game that were Iranian fans, Beautiful, oh, gorgeous. Oh, yeah. That one well, woman I mean, was... Woo! There was tons of them. They she was a smoke cool. show. I but, need to go over there immediately. That, they actually, they're in their streets, they were celebrating the U.S. defeating the Iranian team. Yeah. They and, were oh, shooting off fireworks. Yes. They Does that get them as, put on the list? They, yeah. it, oh, they yes. view it as the government's team. It's not It's, it's, it's not their, it's, it's not the it's people's not their team. people's team. It's the government. It's, it's the Shahs. It's, 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 uh, it's not them. So then United States Soccer put out uh, a list of the rankings and they didn't include the Islamic symbols and the Iranian flag. So the Iranian government tried to get us kicked out of the World Cup based on the yeah. FIFA rules that we didn't put their correct flag now, up. Isn't it isn't it true and if I'm wrong then completely, you know, correct me, but when, you know, when Saddam Hussein was around, like wouldn't he sometimes like he'd be watching the the soccer team for his country play, and they wouldn't do so well, and he'd have his his cocoa and break the bulldog, go out there and shoot the guy right there in the middle of the field. So I don't know if it was in the middle of the field, but there have been stories about him taking like nail guns to people who <laughs> screwed up and things yeah. like that. You know, a guy let one go as a goalie. Next thing you know, he's getting his hand amputated at at, at noon on, I mean, in, in high square. I mean, is that? Let's, not, I mean, but let's face it, Bubba. If if you had continued on the path you were going and became a, a leader of a country, a dictator. It, with who you were back in the in the nineties, you'd be you wouldn't have been too far off from Saddam, like Hussein. Saddam Hussein. 
don't don't pin that on. I'm, me, I'm just saying, Please. if you knew you could get away with whatever you want with impunity, get out of here. Get out of here. Nothing. I thought I could, and then when it call caught back up to me. Now look at me. Well, it called up to Saddam Hussein too. <laughs> yeah, true. I, I mean, I'm still, hey, I'm still doing a tad better than that motherfucker. Now, <laughs> exactly. I mean, although supposedly Brent, when we did get fired from 98 Rock, they did they did call me that they said the regi- the regime is finally gone. Yeah. Did you know that? <laughs> wow. Because remember, I had him building my. I was talking about this on the air today. I was trying to tell Anna. You don't understand. They built me my own office. Yep. Inside the area, and it was nothing. I would literally have girls meet me there at 10:05 to fuck to blow me. <laughs> True. Story. Am I right? True story. Yeah, literally. Purple shag carpet in there. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And, and I would be like, <laughs> I was in there. <laughs> Peacups everywhere. <laughs> and, I, and, and and she was like, well, there, I said there were rules for other people, but they didn't apply to me. I had no rules. Oh no, that was right. insane. The rock barn was nuts. I, I was there was no rules. I just walked around and did whatever the fuck I wanted to. <laughs> For real. I remember the time. Got, I got to the building at one minute till and I left it one minute after, did I not? You did. You did. We have a I love the rock barn back there because we were back there away from everybody. We were. <laughs> and they and you know what? They built the rock barn because remember I threw a fit and told them I wasn't working in Feather Sound anymore because these guys are assholes. <laughs> and they I told them. Scott Miller one day there's this engineer, uh um Oh my god. Uh Brian, there was this engineer and he was uh his name was Scott Miller, and like everybody was afraid to, you know, oh, can't talk to Scott. Scott Miller. So I'm over at the old play. I'm over at uh, and the engineer. Fe- had that much power there? Oh, this for some reason. This month. Oh, my God. So I go, he was the he, worst. He, I said, hey, Scott. We were in between, we, was, we were on the, on the air, and we were doing commercials. And he walks in, I said, my phone won't work. And he goes, well, you know, you're going to, we'll, we'll figure it out after the show. And I go, well, no, well, I, I'm taking phone calls now. Um, Check it real fast. He goes, I'm not checking it until 10. I little, little t- I mean, Brent will tell you. I literally picked the phone up, <laughs> and I threw it at him. Threw it at him. <laughs> and I said, now you got to fucking fix it. And I'm calling Randy. <laughs> and then he wouldn't fix a microphone one time. You smashed it with a hammer and yeah. threw it out into the hallway. Right. <laughs> I said, you got to fix it now. Crazy. Bitch. One time the FBI came, remember, thought we were counterfeiting. Oh, my God. But, but you totally wouldn't have been bad if you were the dictator oh of my country. God. That was <laughs> so funny. I wouldn't, have cut the my hand. I, wouldn't have, I wouldn't have cut the goalie's hand off for missing. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, Jerome, over here. Listen, King Bubba says that you're no longer going to be the goalie here, and we he want you to live the rest of your life in sorrow so that everybody sees you, sees that you're the guy that let one by. So we're cutting your right hand off, buddy. <laughs> okay? No hiding that. So when everybody sees you at the bar, they're like, oh, that's that motherfucker that let one by went through. That was crazy. You were just, that one time you talked about the Secret Service, you were just saying that you were putting a Bubba dollar bill in the vending machine and they showed up. Print the stories. (laughs) All right. So we got to move on. I got to get another topic. DeSantis Trump. Now, I know you two probably have a whole different mindset than I do. But here's my mindset as I'm kind of right. I mean, more so than you guys. And I like DeSantis. And I liked Trump. I liked Trump until I started liking DeSantis more. And I think, in my opinion, Trump kind of looks like he's jumped the shark a little bit. And he looks, to me, desperate. Yep. I would and agree so, with And that. here's a guy that, I mean, I, 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 up until, I don't know, a year ago, up until Ronnie D nailed COVID, I would have probably been more of a Trump guy. I I think Trump's kind of a joke now. And and, and Ronnie and, and Governor DeSantis, he nailed COVID on multiple levels, and he's shown that he's competent. He's got a record, and 
He's a winner. He was the biggest winner in the election. The biggest winner yeah. in the country. Him, him in the state of New York. So, Those are the two so Brian, yeah. so, Brian, what happens in the party? Well, so we've like, already like what's seen, gonna happen already, in the party? I mean, is, is Trump's seen the GOP deteriorating daily? Mitch McConnell indirectly denounced Trump the other day. Uh, they were talking about, you know, anti Semites and Nazis, um, <laughs> you know, w- how you shouldn't have lunch with them. And, well, well, no kidding. There's day one stuff. <laughs> well, I think, I think Kanye kind of trolled him. I think Kanye got him because. Kanye brought Fuentes along with him to that lunch, and I don't think Trump knew he was going to be there. And well, he, he probably didn't. But first of all, if you're Trump, Kanye's, cl- Kanye's clearly mentally ill. Right. Well, so why are you having lunch with a mentally ill person? Well, because he's very giving of his time, and we all know that about Trump. No, because they have some deal together, and some they're working on something together. But um, but McConnell came out, you know, and and indirectly said, "Look, we can't have people going around having lunch and dinners with you know anti-Semitic people and blah blah blah." And then uh, they're like, "Well, what about specifically?" He's like, "Listen, it doesn't matter. All, all the way, top to bottom of the party, we can't, we can't have that." So he's already <laughs> starting to, for the first time ever, publicly push away from it. Yeah, because um, because they feel like they have Ron DeSantis, who can carry the flag for the party, and Ron DeSantis proved in Florida, which is a state. If you're a Republican, if you Dale Roop twenty five on the cash app at the Bub Army. Sorry, go ahead. If you if you're a Republican and you don't have Florida in the primary or the general election, you're screwed. And Ron DeSantis proved not, he can win Florida, he can win it big, and he can get independents to vote for him in a place like Dade County. So let That's me ask you a question, I, and, and, and this is a, a question for both of you. How is Ron DeSantis perceived, let's say, like in Indiana? He's or let's a, say like in Texas or, you know, uh, Missouri or some of the or, you know, some of these other conservative states that are that obviously went went Trump. How do you you know, what do you think? I mean, we're we're kind of backyard dog with DeSantis. Right. I mean, we know far more about DeSantis than anybody. Then if, if you lived in Missouri and even if you keep up on the GOP, you don't know as much about Ron DeSantis as we do. No. And the people that like him around the country, they they kind of like his like brashness. But we kind of like here in Florida, we like what he actually. Does. But is he as popular yeah, I, in those states as, so. as see? So. We automatically know we know that he's popular because he is where we live. But oh, like you know, as yeah, a guy yeah. living in uh, like like Gene Lasker would say, Des Money, Iowa. Does he does he know who Ron DeSantis is? He, he's aware of him, which is all you need at this point because he he can he can win the nomination easily. He's Once aware he, enough to know that he's done some good stuff and he's on the uptick right now, the and that Trump's kind of looking like a loser yeah the fact that you know his name is enough like if as long as you're familiar with the name that's they that's a good him. starting point so what do you think right now if this is the buzz on DeSantis what do you think are are the Trump people telling him the truth or are they all just you can't tell him the I truth mean, are they saying Donald it's the emperor's it, it new, may not, new clothes we, man we, we, we probably shouldn't run because it's just we're not gonna win you get fired for even telling him that he likes sycophants. He, he, you need to tell. He, there is no no in his world. There so is, he's like the spoiled little nine-year-old nowadays. There is his, That's all he's ever been because he is a trust fund baby. Yeah. Ron DeSantis has been in the military. He's had people to answer to. He, that's why he carries himself the way he carries himself, and Trump carries the way himself the way he does. He's never had any discipline. Like, Ron DeSantis had to go to Dunedin High School and had to you know go through college in the military, and he's... He's had, you know, he hasn't been able to just, like, get his way his entire life. And I think that is the huge issue psychologically, not politically, psychologically with Donald Trump is. 
Have you ever thought about why your wireless bill is so damn expensive? It's all just radio waves. How much can a radio wave really cost? Seems like wireless got together and decided, I don't know, 100 bucks a month or so. I think the people will buy it. What choice are they going to have? Now, thanks to Mint Mobile, you're going to have a choice, my friend. Right now, Mint Mobile has wireless plans starting at $15 a month. That's unlimited talk and text for only $15 a month. Mint Mobile's service in comparison to the big providers are is just as crystal clear and just as good. You're just saving a lot of money. For anybody who hates their phone bill, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for only $15 a month. All plans come with unlimited talk and text and high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Choose from 3, 6, or 12-month plans and say goodbye to that monthly phone bill. Mint Mobile gives you the best rate whether you're buying for one or a whole entire family and at mint family start at two lines use your own phone with any mint mobile plan and keep your same number along with all your existing contacts switch to mint mobile and get your first three months of premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month to get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free you got to go to mintmobile.com forward slash bubba That's mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof rack, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with the eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts that you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. He's just used to getting his way, and he talks about how good of a deal maker he is. It looks to me like DeSantis is one hell of a deal maker and can get things done a lot more efficiently. Than so what happens to... Does Trump just get beat in the primary? Yeah, I think or he does. Does, do, does DeSantis not run in the primary? I, I think, mean, I saw I saw a poll right now last week where it said Trump beats Biden by two and DeSantis beats him by nine. Yeah, and, and I don't and I don't even know that either one of those are true. That's just what I saw. I think DeSantis would could could can beat Biden. I don't. I'm not sure that Trump can. And you got to think about this. And I think DeSantis and his people know this. In 2012, Chris Christie made a huge mistake by not running and going, I'm not ready yet. I'm not going to run. He had he had owned New Jersey. He was, like, looking great. And then he decides, oh, I'm going to wait till 2016. And he waits till 2016, and Trump comes along and steals all his thunder. Yep. He had, he had the momentum. Window. Yep. You, you got to take it. He got to take it. And him going, oh, I'm not ready and this and that, that cost Chris Christie his political career. 
He's he he's toast well, that, because of and that. the beach gate. I mean, he he had in the. Oh, and, I was there. <laughs> so and, I was living in New Jersey. What was beach gate? So I was living in New Jersey for the beach one. So he was in a fight with the New Jersey state legislature over the budget. So for July Fourth weekend, he shut down all the parks. So I'm living in Jersey City at this time, and I lived right next to the park where it's Liberty State Park, where the Statue of Liberty was. That's why I used to go walk my dog. So they had fences up all around these parks. People in New Jersey are nuts. They were just like, okay, you're, you're going to put a, a fence around a public park where we go with our dogs and kids every day. They just smashed them all down. But that beach. And solid New Jerseyans, like, too. <laughs> like, right? solid, like solid New Jerseyans. Right. So they're like, fuck your fence. We're knocking it over. <laughs> we're knocking it over and we're continuing and you can't to arrest a hundred of us. <laughs> and right? then it became thousands of people. Right. So then he had a, there's a private beach that he made it, basically he made it private because it's a, a state park. It's near the governor's mansion. He shut it down to everybody, and him and his family were out there by themselves that July 4th weekend. Well, meanwhile, a helicopter where the media flies by and gets a shot of his fat ass sitting on the beach. Like a beached whale. <laughs> and while everybody in New Jersey doesn't have access to the beaches for July 4th weekend. So he leaves New Jersey with the worst in the history of New Jersey governor approval rating. I think it was down ever. to like 12 or 20%. Uh, yeah. People For were real? That, that weekend, oh, yeah. that July 4th weekend where he closed all the state parks. Now, you got to think, people are working in Manhattan. People are working in Philly. You're like, hey, this is a three-day weekend. I you live finally... in the shitty Northeast, and you have a chance to go to the beach <laughs> for the, for the three-day July 4th weekend, yeah. and the governor shuts it all down. And not only does he shut it all down, but only his family is on the beach with him. Woo! Oh, People yeah, in New fucked. Jersey were hot about it. Oh, you're it, man. fucked. Oh my God, they because he about was it. so well. He they, people loved him. Yeah, they did. And he, I mean, won, he was a rock star, right? Yeah, and he won his two elections like big time. And then once he did the whole shutting a lane down on the bridge to punish a mayor that didn't endorse him, and then he pulled yep. the stuff with the beaches. People completely. And I was living there. They melted down on him because because New Jersey's not uh, New Jersey is. You know, when it comes to state politics, they're not super blue. It's purple. It's a purple state when it comes to state politics. Now, nationally, they 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 go for Democrats for president, but uh, at the state level, it's not. You can't. You can't. You don't have the ability to have that amount of leeway to to fuck around and find out <laughs> no, um, no. If, if you're in a state like New Jersey. No. And he was a very moderate. Um, well liked, well respected yeah. Republican, but, and yeah, you would think that he window. would have more sense than that. Like somebody, right. like he would say, if we're going to shut the beaches down, the last place I'm going to be is at the beach. I'm going to be at the governor's mansion, just you know, fucking laying low. He, right. he didn't right. think he'd get caught, or he thought he was above it, or he didn't give a shit. Yeah, you know, it was one of those three. But it fucked him. It did. No, it really no, did. That no, photo. You know on what the I front mean, page of the New York Post screwed him. You know what I've been seeing a lot of, and and I don't know if I can play it because I'll get a copyright violation, but I've been seeing. A lot of of stories saying this is Newsom's because obviously you know Gavin Newsom. We feel you guys feel that probably going to be the Democratic nominee. He's done. Some people say that he's done very well in California. Uh, first time the state's ever had a huge or or the largest you know largest surplus, surplus. in the history of the but state. There's I've been seeing a lot a lot of footage of how bad the homeless tent problem is it's bad and in, in, in la in sacramento san francisco in san, is the Fran worst. in san francisco and the it looks like little haiti like there's and like quite frankly i saw this one story and it was comparing desantis uh and and newsom and and, and obviously it might have been you know maybe a soft pack republican deal i don't know but just from what i saw it showed you 
five very prominent places in L.A., like like uh, San Francisco, um, San Diego, Los Angeles. Well, that's, Sac- not, that's not L.A. Sac- Those are different places. No, I mean Sacramento, uh, California. They oh, showed okay, you five okay. different affluent, you know, downtown areas of California. I think it was Sacramento. I think it was San Diego. I think it was San Francisco. I think it was L.A. And I think it might have been like Santa Monica or something. I don't know. And I mean, it was bad. I mean, it was, no matter how how it was edited, just, I mean, there are these people, these people are living in filth. It's, it's, it's downtown areas that used to have boutiques and, you know, eateries and, you know, kind of like what St. Downtown St. Pete used, you know, used, you know, looks like now. Yeah. And it just has, you know, these people that are living in vans and dogs yep. hooked up to people's trailers. And then it said, there's really not any of those areas in Florida. Yeah. And, and like, and, and so it, it went and tried to find, it found a couple little home, homeless cells in Miami and it found a couple in Jack, but it's not near as bad here as it is over there. For a couple of think, reasons. Do you think that's going to be a? Hu- I think that's going to be a huge election issue if, oh, yeah. the, if these two square off. It, there is because what Newsom's going to point to is he's going to point to I got a surplus and we have the most tech revenue in the whole United States. Right, and then people but, are going to say, "Well, well okay, yeah, well, exactly." Why do you have the income gap in California yeah, is massive. massive. And the unemployment there is massive because he bundled, he bungled COVID. The, way the, cost, he of, the cost of housing is impossible. That's why you have so many homeless because yep. the housing is You have people with full-time so, jobs living out of their cars yeah, in California. It's, it's absurd. So it's absurd. Th- that obviously is not as bad in Florida as it is over there. Right. You've, you've, got, so you've, why, you've got homelessness issues you, you do. everywhere in every major city. I can take you into downtown Tampa and show you where there's some nasty areas. I can take you to St. Pete and show you where they've had tent cities that they've tried to tear down. And the, yeah, but, you but, know, not you, near, you can, but not near what they got. No, everything in California is bigger. And, and, and in the problems are bigger. The, 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 gel- the wealth gap is bigger because it's, a, it's too big of a state. It really should should be three but, separate but, states. But hold on, all Brian, day. Brian. All day. The other thing is, though, these one of, a lot of reasons why these tent cities are starting in these downtown areas is because of California's COVID problem caused these shops to be closed. A shop that's open that me and Brent own, when we open it up in the morning and there's two guys in a tent, we're like, hey, buddy, you need to get your hell off, off of our sidewalk. Coco, get them off our sidewalk. Yeah, I, well, if you don't own that business anymore because yeah. you had to shut it to COVID, yep. now Tent City starts popping yeah, up. That's a huge problem. I, I, coupled with the income gap in California, California definitely went too far but with, with the COVID. And, and that's and, why these places have these large areas of downtown because these business owners don't have, you know, they're not. If, if you had Johnny business owner that one was kicking the guys out or two calling the cops every day, then that eventually that subsection of sidewalk area wouldn't have a tent on it, right? Correct. And if you got three yeah. businesses side by side by side, or four businesses, which is what about almost a city block is, now you've completely cleaned up that city block just by not having to have those people closed. Yeah, you, Period. Have, you have a morality crisis when states like Florida and California have such a large surplus, but yet still have people that live there suffering. Um, you know, you you got a problem that you you you've got to fix and find a better way to use your resources, um, but. 
you know, it's, it's, you know, I can't, I haven't personally seen it in California. I've seen the videos of it. And like you said, you know, how much do you take to be exaggeration versus how much is this everywhere? And it's, you know, it certainly seems to be, and it's amplified right now, how bad it is over there. I can't play the audio, but I can show you guys the video. I think you guys can see it up on TV right now. And, you know, like I wouldn't want to go to the beach with, with, no, I wouldn't want to go to that beach. If you and Caitlin wanted to go to the beach no. this Saturday, Brent, are you going to go to that beach? No. I'm not. I mean, Brian, are you taking your family to that beach? Yeah, no, we're not going near them, that's for sure. Right. And it, it shows, again, these are different areas. And <clears throat> let me. Yeah. It's. Let me see. It, the one that I saw was in San Francisco, and it was just, oh, it was so bad. San Francisco's gotten really bad because the all the big tech revenue there um, and the people that are making tons of money have driven the cost of living there through the roof. I mean, like a studio apartment is like $3,000 and $4,000 in San Francisco. It's insane. Yeah. Let's talk about, um, this is a very hyper local, not very global, but uh, our, our governor, Ron DeSantis, which we've spoke a lot about today, uh, as the governor has the power to remove um, a, a state attorney. No, a state. The way the Florida works is each county has a state attorney, and they're the highest ranking lawman. They run the court system. They decide who gets you know tried. Who it's gets, an elected position. Right, it is it elected. Is. It's an elected position. And Andrew Warren uh, it is one two uh, two two elections ago, and this was going to be his second term, or he's in his second term. He, he won. won. He won yeah. his second term, and he's the state prosecutor here. Now he is Democratic. And historically, this this position has been Republican. Yeah, and but so the guy before him was so bad. Oh, the guy before him was 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 this guy right here? Was this guy? You said your office deemed it a crime, but in fact, a jury this is determined who this guy that it wasn't a crime. Correct. Well, we we can get very philosophical if I'm you sure choose to. The the jury verdict says not guilty. Yes, sir. It doesn't say. Innocent. Brent, I don't want to expound wow. anymore, but I hope you. I hope that that's going to yeah. be oh, used yeah, 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 Saturday. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, a thousand. Percent. So this was the guy Multiple that. Times. Yeah. So anyway, Andrew Warren was our state prosecutor, and during the Roe v. Wade, you know, big whodunit, uh, he was part of several other state prosecutors within different states that. Uh, we're, we're on a chain or an email chain or something like that stating that he wasn't going to prosecute women for getting an abortion. And he, now nobody in Tampa ever got non-prosecuted for this. There was, there was never, no cases. Ever there, was never, right. there wasn't a case ever brought to his office about prosecuting or not prosecuting this particular situation. But he did make a comment as to, you know, his opinion of it and what he would do. Well, that supposedly was enough for our governor to remove him as, you know, the uh, attorney, uh, the state attorney here. And now that is going to court. It starts today, correct? It started, I think, earlier this week. I think yesterday or the day before. Now, will will DeSantis have to be there? Uh, Does the governor that removed you have to be there or is just his counsel there on behalf of his ruling? Yeah, I don't think he actually has to be there. He may have to testify. And so, one, do we know how it's going? And two, not that we, I don't want to get into whether we agree with it or not, because I think we all, even though we like DeSantis, thinks it was kind of a, a boss hog and chicken shit move. Yeah. yeah and it's not right. It's not. It's it, He's an elected official and 
like it or not, if you, I'm sorry that you don't like the system, but the system is, and we've had to live and die by this, prosecutorial discretion. Right. That's a thing. Like, they prosecutors get discretion now, on what they charge or don't charge. I would, have a, I would have a little more DeSantis, you know, a little bit more on his side if indeed there were three or four different cases that were, that were yep. similar to this, and Andrew Warren just let him go. I, I, I'd have a little more. I'd be like, okay, I got it. But there were none. It was just basically him blowing off, like him just giving you his opinion. And since when has that been enough to get you removed? It's not. And, and it's not. And, <laughs> and it and, should never be. And how many times have there been obvious crimes that, and many that we've pointed out, uh, that What's have up, Dawn? Saying hi, my girl Dawn on it, Facebook. Dawn that have, H. That have not been prosecuted. So and they don't even have to give you a I reason. Mean, nobody, Brian nobody, legally, nobody, who, nobody who, freaked out when prosecute. You know when when who wins state's this, attorneys Brian? say, "Look, we're we're not going to prosecute weed offenses anymore because right. it's ridiculous and it's a waste." Oh, we're of not going to prosecute a guy who set a van on fire and and hurt a captain of the fire department, and the lieutenant governor is rec- is um, recommending. Uh, third degree arson charges. We're not gonna. We're not gonna go ahead and prosecute that either. because yeah. because uh, that guy's wife works for me. Yeah, like that, I mean that goes. It's prosecutorial discretion. So Brian, There's where, really nothing you can do. Where do you think this ends up? I think Andrew Warren's gonna win and get reinstated. You do. Yeah. Does anybody take in consideration who appointed the judge? Like, you, you got to look at that kind of stuff. I, I don't think they want this set as a precedent where no, 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 a governor no. is going around and mo- removing people at elected officials. Brian, on what I'm saying is this: No, we don't want to set that precedent. But you do have to config. You you do have to take into fact who appointed the judge that's currently presiding. Now, is it a, if, if it's a state level judge, that'll be somebody it's, that's it's elected. Federal, it's and federal. It's Hinkle. Oh, okay. Is it's the federal. is the judge and he, let's see here. It's very important. You um, may not think it is. Oh, it is. It, is. Trust me. Let me see who appointed. It's Hinkle. It's on the federal level, correct? Yep. Yeah. The Why sta- wouldn't it be on the state level? The state level, those judges are elected, so because it's it's is a federal issue based on what I guess um uh, his Andrew Warren suing over, so he it's Bob Hinkle, in Northern District of Florida. He was uh, appointed by Bill Clinton. Oh wait, come on, Bob Hinkle, what do you got oh, for me? Oh, hold I got, on, I got a judge was a, for you. Yeah, you know that, and that's how it goes. Oh, wait, come on, buddy. Oh, wait, hey Bob, what do, you, what do you got for me? Hey Brent, you be Bob, and I'll be I'll be Bill. Okay. Uh, Bob, you there? Oh, yeah. You know, this is Bill. How you doing? Hey, uh, Mr. President, how are you? Man, how's that job working out for you? You know, that much Uh, for that job there is for life, Bill. uh, Well, I mean, I'm I'm really into uh, being a federal judge. I I know, man. You know, Bill. You're untouchable. Hey, Bill, let me tell you, so you got something coming across your desk here next couple days. It's that uh, Andrew Warren DeSantis deal there, you know? Uh, could you go ahead and take a take a real good look at that one and just maybe maybe kind of realize that uh, that man was an elected official. He got voted in by the people of Hillsborough County, you know. I just uh, but me I, I, to me, I think that's kind of important. What do you? Well, anyway, Bill, that's how I feel about it. And I hope you know you and the missus do okay now, okay, buddy. I hear what you're saying. When you're in town, let me know. We'll uh, we'll set something up I mean, again. You, private, Brian, di- private dinner. Brian, you don't think stuff like that happens all the time? I know it does. We've seen it happen. <laughs> And, and and that happens. Yeah. And Mr. Hinkle goes, by verdict is for Andrew Warren. Yep. Give him his job back. Yep. Sorry, De- uh, DeSantis. And DeSantis really can't do crap because no. guess what? Federal judges are real. <laughs> at the end of the day, I'm, I got news flash. Federal judges are what run this, comp- oh, this country. Oh, yes. Federal ju- Listen, we can put it's a big fucking who done it on the Supreme Court level as to who has the advantage, five, four, four, five, three, eight, whatever the fuck. But 
a federal judge. Yep. That who has the, is there is there a um do they keep score on how many federal judges are, were appointed by whom? Oh, Trump Trump had a massive McConnell did a very good job of blocking Obama's uh, judicial nominees at the end. And so what that led to is Trump having a whole bunch of them, Trump having a whole bunch and they got them all through. And Trump, for all you Democrats that are mad about this, you can blame Chuck Schumer because he made a deal with McConnell to yep. fast track them through there. So, yep. so if you Democrats are upset about this, Oh yeah. Look, then I, I, Chuck Schumer is your guy to be pissed. And at. you should I, be, you should be mad as fuck. But so let, let me tell you something. Policy is determined by the federal judges. Yep. Because they it all goes to them. Every state fucking thing goes to them. Every federal thing goes to them. They determine it it they have all the power in the world. And yep. it's a big game as to who appoints them because they're appointed for life. For life. No for life. And they retire NWO, when they want to. Baby. They, yep. And you know what? One guy might be 80 and be like, you know, I think it's time to wrap up. And then the, rep- the party will come in and say, Jim, you got to wait. Jim, you got to wait. T- two more years until we take back the. Uh... No, I really want to go fishing with the kids now. Jim, motherfucker, you got, you've got to wait two and a half years. Then we got a chance to get our guy in the office, and then we can put another guy like you in there, Jim. Or do we want a guy like you know, you know, fucking Ron down the office? Who uh, you know that guy? You would have seen Ginsburg retire if they didn't think, think Clinton, Clinton was, was going to win. win. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. that's how you. But know that's you the thing is, yeah. Gins, but Ginsburg fucked him. Yep, but that's the thing is, you can't you can't gamble on that. You can't. I mean, Ginsburg got old fucking bag. When the window bag. is there, you have to take it. You have to be an opportunist in this world, especially when it comes to the world of politics. Yeah. that's why while Obama was there. Ginsburg should have said, well, listen, uh, let me get out of here while, while Barack can still throw somebody like me in here. Yep. Because, but instead they're like, oh no, you know, Hillary's Hillary going to win wins. and it's not a big deal. You're talking about somebody Hillary that showing up, I Hillary's mean, showing a plus seven right there now. Is, there is no guarantee at the end though, because McConnell blocked a, a nominee for almost a full entire year. Yeah. Okay. And, and that's to is me. Is McConnell a dick? He is. And, and I, he, can, and he I don't is agree, in charge of the government. I don't agree with it. Where is he from? Kentucky. Kentucky of all fucking, fucking places. Bluegrass everybody's like, everybody, people are like, oh, we're going to beat Mitch McConnell. I'm like, yeah, the people of Kentucky are going to give up their power. Okay, you're going to beat Mitch McConnell on what planet? Not yeah. this one. It's never going to happen. <laughs> yeah. He's he's. Is there a, a, he goes until he's done. Brian, will like you look on your little Thurman. Google machine there or somebody to see if there is a federal judge count of like red, you know, like Republican appointed versus democratic appointed you know like what the what the statistics are that would be interesting to know yeah and, and the, on my federal court um clinton my, oh, right. it was my judge was whittemore james whittemore as of and he and so, i gotta tell you brent, brent he was a clinton appointee and he was fucking straight fair right down the middle uh, like, that's all that's what you want like he we won some and we lost some but the ones that we won we we knew we should have won and the ones that we lost, it was a hope and a prayer. Like right. got, got, and that's, Brian, in the, in the perfect sense of a judge, that's the way it's supposed to go, right? Yeah. Um, as of July 19th, 2022, of the 179 Court of Appeal judges, 91 were appointed by Republican presidents, 81 by Democratic presidents. Out of the 13 federal appeals courts, Democrats have appointed a majority on seven of the courts where Republicans appointed a majority on six of the courts. How about federal judges in general? Like trial level. Well, that's, yeah. I, I don't know if I can find like that. That's just on the appellate. Those yeah. are just the motherfuckers that are hearing the case after the real motherfucker heard it. Yep. Right? It's, it's all about what that pro- trial judge lets through or not. So, yeah. 
It is. So district Because court, that trial judge, at the end of the day, Brent, he's got an appellate motherfucker on the backside, doesn't he? Right. But the appellate motherfucker can only rule on what that trial judge so lets through and what's want, on the record. You want to hear You want to hear how much McConnell blocked Obama? Obama was in for eight years. He appointed a total, a federally, of 42 judges. Trump was in for four years and appointed 51. Yeah. But, but the Democrats slowed him down in, in once he lost control in 2020, so much so that now Biden's gotten through 75. If somebody in put, one if, term, he's gotten more in one term than any president, even two term presidents uh, that came before him. But that's somebody, because McConnell's not blocking it. If somebody yep. put a gun to your head and said you had to fucking give me an answer or I'm killing your entire family, you can have... Biden for the, is it two and a half more years? Yeah. Biden for two and a half more years, or you can have Barack Obama or George W. Bush fit, fill, you know, fill in for the next two and a half years. Who would you take? Well, w is a war criminal. Obama's a war criminal, but I'd still take. Uh, again, I'd still take, I didn't, I'd, yeah, I didn't I'd make take, it easy for you, I asshole. I would absolutely take Bush or W. There's no way I'd want Biden to be. Pre- I don't want Biden to be president anymore. I know. So who would you take? Uh, uh, Obama. Okay, you take Obama. B- Brent, who do you take? You take. I'm o- taking. I'm. I'm taking Obama. I think. I think because George W. Bush to me is, in my lifetime, the worst president. He still holds on to the lie that he wasn't told that Bin Laden was trying to attack. Yeah, Americans. I was never told that. He, he says, "Oh, <laughs> I, was I told about that new salad bar." It was in the August sixth presidential daily brief. Uh, it was I thought. Right I there. only thought it was overseas. I didn't. I only thought it was overseas. The, the headline of it was like just the January si- or the nine uh, eleven commission. Shit, asked, Dick, Dick Cheney told me otherwise. Asked Condoleezza Rice, "What was the name of the briefing?" She tried to give a weird answer. No, the, the, he was like Commissioner Benvenista was like, "No, what was the name?" The title of the briefing, she was like, I think it was Bin Laden determined to attack in America. He was like, thank you. All right. <laughs> next question is this. If you have an opportunity to pick any president during our lifetime, starting with JFK to now to finish out. Now, they could be dead to finish out the two and a half years that the bozo that's in there now doing who I think I would pick. I think a lot of the, the sexy answer is Ronnie Reagan. I think if you if you let me go back to JFK, although that wasn't in my lifetime, but I can go back to JFK. I would take JFK. Yeah, I think too. I think I think I might take JFK too. If if you think about this, JFK did a few things that were great, but the one thing that he did that was is, fucked over Traficani. <laughs> well, he did he did <laughs> oh, do that. Sorry, but that was that was a mistake. But the one thing he did that was great was he avoided a nuclear war during the Cuban Missile Crisis. And you start firing nuclear weapons and radiation starts getting into the atmosphere. We're all done. So he bucked the generals. He bucked his brother. He bucked everybody. And said, he no. fucked Marilyn Monroe. Wasn't his, wasn't, his, yeah. wasn't his brother kind of a little dickhead? His brother was a dick. Everybody, everybody gets upset about Joseph McCarthy in the House Un-American Activities Committee, but nobody realizes that... Bobby, Bobby Kennedy. Kennedy was part of that. The whole Bo- communism and we need to take I'm people's not, jobs away. I'm not trying to them. say that Bobby Kennedy taking a lick from Sirhan Sirhan was a good thing, but no. he might have been a little dick of a president. He, he was a dick, and he, this is what an idiot he is. He, <laughs> instead of building a case against Carlos Marcello, who's the mob boss in New Orleans at the time, he has the guy picked up, and he just drops him off in the jungles of South America. Well, Carlos Marcello makes his way back to New Orleans. So Bobby Kennedy... He was a uh, a brat, and he was a rich, spoiled brat, and he thought he could do anything he wanted, and uh, in or outside of the law. And he 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 was. So you're not saying his Carlos Marcelo, the guy from New Orleans, the mobster from New Orleans, yeah, 
that Bobby Kennedy hated. He just had him picked up and in then a dropped, cargo plane, yeah. and dropped into the middle of the fucking Congo, wherever the fuck, the jungle in South America, as, as punishment that he would never make it out. And so you're saying Carlos, the resourceful, <laughs> the resourceful mobster that he is, got his way back to New Orleans, and he sure hired did. a man named Sirhan Sirhan. Well, I'm saying that like you start messing with guys like Carlos Marcelo, you better have the, a, a realistic plan. Yeah, you better take them mm. down, and you better <laughs> protect yourself at all times. Because these guys aren't playing games, uh, you know, and they and they have balls of steel. So if you fuck with them, they've got to even to hold on to their position within the mob. We were, got to strike we were talking about before the show started, we're kind of wrapping it up here. We got like five or six minutes, but we're talking about how I guess Aaron Rodgers made the announcement last night that um, he could he would work with the Packers if the Packers were officially eliminated. Uh, he would work with the Packers and potentially benching himself for the rest of the season to see where they stand with love. Not benching himself, but if he was asked to right, right. take a step back. Yeah, yeah he would, he's he not, would work he's not saying, him. I'll sit out if they want. He's, he's, he's not, not saying, offering. I'll sit out and I'll make the call. He'll say, if the Packers make the call, I'll work with he them. He was asked, right? I, yes. The question he was asked was, would you be willing to? And he said, yes. And so I think that shows a couple things. I think it shows that Rogers actually – knows that he might have a PR issue on his hands on what he may have done. And two, this is a certainly a nice gesture. And three, it shows that he t- intends on staying with the Packers. Well, I think it shows he has this. 60 million reasons I to think, go back to the but Packers. I, I, think it, I think it shows it this, that let's get Jordan out there doing good so that my team can get something for the guy, which might be a fucking wide receiver. Right. I mean, get a third round pick for him is is would be a home run right. at this point. I tell you one thing: the Christian Watson guy's finally panning out a little bit. But I mean, yeah, he was injured all preseason. People forget, and when you don't have that that rapport, that camaraderie, that that trust between a quarterback and a wide receiver, it's really tough to do well. I, in the I know NFL. people think I think I know people think I'm crazy. I think the Packers could win out. Oh, you're crazy. I think the Packers can There's win no out. There's no fucking scenario. I think, yeah. I think There's the, no I, scenario. I think they, they got the Dolphins. I think it doesn't happen. There's your first loss right there. You got you got Lions. You got the Bears this Sunday. Then you got Dolphins, Lions, Vikings. I think that's it. What? How about the Packers getting fucked? Like, their bye week isn't until next week. That's terrible. Week fourteen. That should not there, happen. That is that's that that's wrong, Brian. Don't you think? Yeah. I mean, you know, because strategically, man, that bye week really helps teams I tremendously. Could him, I could see them going three and two over the last five. They could be seven and ten. Will that make the playoffs? No, not even close. It's going to be nine, so nine and eight. Nine and eight's going to make the playoffs. Probably, yeah. Nine and eight's probably good. And enough. the Packers. I don't think the Packers. What are they right now? Four and six. They're four and eight. Oh, they're four and eight. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. If they, they, they if can't they, afford a single loss to have any hope. And dolphins, so, dolphins are going to be tough. The dolphins. I mean, well, I don't, don't you sit over there like your Saints or anything? Day. Well, Saints well, are, well, the Saints are terrible. The Saints. The Saints have an issue. The we, got the, we got the red rocket. How about the Bucks? How about the Bucks losing to the Browns? It's pathetic. It's 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 inexcusable. Is it Leftwich? No. It's, or is it Bowles? And, and no. they lost. I'll, and I'll they lost you, Christian Wirfs. I'll tell you what it is. It's it's players not playing their hardest. Mm-hmm. Mike Evans is out there going through the motions, man. When something happened, something was said to him when he got when he stood up for Tom and got suspended. I, he he must have felt wronged or slighted or something because that guy is out there half assing it. He he clearly and he's one of the best ever. He's either. 
secretly injured. Now, I know he took a lick to the ribs about three or four weeks ago, but this has been a multi-week problem. He, he has been underperforming for a while. He looks disinterested. He's not making the extra effort for balls right now. Um, it, it's his, his stats are, are, are way down, way down. I, I heard mean, Prince Weiss make an extra effort for balls. Sorry. <laughs> he does, too. Amazing. Evans was targeted nine times against the Cleveland Browns. He had two catches. Chris Godwin was targeted 13 times. He caught the ball 12. So I Rashad mean, White was targeted nine times. He caught the ball nine so times. What, so what happened? Um, I don't know. I, I, you, you don't bench him because he still draws good coverage and everything, but uh, something is going on there. He is either severely hurt or he is just not giving a fuck because nobody on the Bucks Does Brady come back next year? No, he done. He not, done. N- not not with this team. Not not with this. Not with this lineup. Not not, not, not if they not if they finish ass bucket up like they're doing. Yeah, right. I mean they're going to win this division because they, maybe. There's, they, there's no I way mean, they're going to lose. Gibbs it. High could win this fucking division. Maybe no, they're they're good. Their their schedule. They lost up. their. They just lost their best offensive lineman, they, and they're already in trouble. They finish against the Cardinals, the Panthers, and the Falcons. Last topic, think, and, and they have the Saints this week. I think they're okay. Last topic okay. before we leave. They the, lost to the Browns. Last topic before we leave. The um the Kitna kid from uh University of Florida the the, the backup quarterback is he yeah. a quarterback yeah yep. and he, for, John Kittin's. John Kitna's son John Kitna former NFL journeyman I think with the Seahawks mostly Bengals Bengals but uh, it's his son and what happened now he got caught so he was reported sharing um, child sexual abuse photos on a website. Um, it was Discord. Discord. And he was, they, somebody tipped off the Gainesville police and they went and confirmed that it was his device. And he said, the quote is, the direct quote from law enforcement from the report is, I found it on the internet. I didn't think it was illegal. So then when they searched his devices, I think they found three or four other photos depicting child sexual abuse. But nobody said that what the age was of these. These well, underage people in child, the child. It's well, underage. So. Well, that's anywhere from seventeen to zero. Yeah, I, I don't think he was sharing naked pictures of a seventeen-year-old girl. I think maybe I mean, though. Maybe I, it could I mean, be. You don't I'll, know. I'll hold off judgment. That's I do complete I'm, I'm, judgment until then. And but. he's nineteen, so if he's got pictures of sixteen and seventeen-year-olds, that's different than having pictures that's, of twelve-year-olds. It's, it's a different. shit storm in Gainesville right now. It though, is. Isn't it's it? Huge. The, shit storm. the understanding I have is that it's 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 not great, uh, but we'll we'll find out what it is. Yeah, that's. I'm just. You know, every article I read yesterday, I couldn't find. You know what it was. What 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 we're what we're talking about. But him then, him saying that it's very damning when you say, "Well, I found it on the internet, so I thought it was okay." <laughs> well, then the then the final the final topic, and that is my boy Dion. Um, I think Dion stays at Jackson State. I think to, I think this whole past uh, couple of weeks has been kind of testing the waters for when there's a a a, a sexier job. USF, Colorado, Cincinnati is sexy, and there's a lot of possibilities, but in a year or two, there's going to be a Texas A&M, yep. uh, Gainesville. Uh, there's going to be, in a year or two, sexier jobs than these three. Yep. If and, it, and and he's already, you know, yep. like he, he could name could basically name any of those three would take him right now at 525. If, if Lame Kitten is getting $9 million out of Ole Miss, are you kidding me right, right. now? He did a great job of using this opportunity 
to test the waters to see what he can get out of programs. Right. How much were they willing to give and up And how to much him? of a fucking feeding frenzy it becomes on just him coming to town. Yep. Every town, Colorado, Boulder, and Cincinnati, and Tampa, every major sports writer was insane, and there was Dion sightings and... Him flying into, you know, he he was at USF. He did fly privately into USF this past weekend. I'll tell you that. I know that. God, that would have been amazing if USF could have it gotten him. Awesome. But, uh, but I'm more for the Gators. It would have been. It would have been. It would have been fucking game over, Brent. Because at this point, man, now Dion owns fucking recruiting. Yeah. And, uh, and t- I mean, Alabama suffers. Yep. You know, Georgia suffers. Well, not just that. Yep. 2024. Yep. The college football playoff is appears that the Rose Bowl has already signed a contract agreeing to it that it's going to expand to 12 teams. That makes USF a very very desirable and he goes position in and in turns USF AAC. around he goes in and turns USF around then i mean and, and that's they built that, the stadium they, and, and, 3 years yeah. is all he needed to be yep. here 3 yep. years and then guess what then ten, then i mean then then you are a 12 to 14 million dollar a year guy and every program in america wants you well, and he's untouchable because what he really wants and what he was trying to see with USF is how much control can I get out of them? How much leeway? I've been, I've been told by very, very reliable sources that one of his demands is he runs all of football. He wants to be Dabo and, and Saban. And you know and what? He's He'll not going to get that right now. He'll get it. But he tested the waters. He knows where he can get that. And now he has to make the decision. Do I think I can get it if I just stay at Jackson State? And I still think he's, you know, I don't know that Texas A&M is going to take a chance on Deion Sanders. I think they'd be foolish they... not to. But but I would have already, you know, they have so much money there. I hear, yeah, oh, but, 95 million. That is but it. Hold on. Those boosters wipe their You're ass right, with but hold on, hold on. dollars. But for Deion to set a year. And then let's say he goes, you know, 13-0 and 0 next year too. Because you know he's getting the recruits. I heard what. One issue that nobody's reporting this, but I did hear one of the issue that the NCAA is freaked out on is when Dion leaves, every one of his teammates are going to enter the portal and try to go to the new school. And there's rules within that. Like well, how, there's there, there's a ton of rules that we don't even know about in this whole portal world. Here, there's yeah. o- only only a few only a few of those guys are, are gonna get good, to, are, are get good to go. enough to get to the up no, to the I know next that, level. But they're all gonna try. I mean and then he'll, hold he'll on. Tell, no, he'll tell the ones listen. But hold on, you don't understand you're no, no, coming no. with me, you're coming I'm, with me, you're coming I'm telling with me, you're you this staying. I'm telling you this as a knowing Dion as a person. And when he gives you his word that he's gonna be your coach yeah. It means something to him, so he would he would leave a certain amount of these forty or fifty guys that he gave his word to that he was going to be. That, that's kind of what I'm talking about. Like he's freaked out over that aspect. Yeah, you know, he's old school like yeah, that. Well, yeah. He's going to have to get over it if he wants to move up because he ain't taking half his squad but from see, Jackson hold on, State hold on. to any of these But teams. I think this year kind of threw caution to all players moving forward. This could potentially happen. If he were to do it this year, it, he, he sprung it upon the guys. But now, if you enter his program, you have to know, hey, this guy could be going somewhere, yeah. right? And, and, and I think... That- I think he wants to see his, his, his... I think he wants to see his initial recruiting class through their junior year. And I would love to see the Gators give him money and control the football program. <sighs> and I'm, I think that he... And the facilities there He would bring back... 
Oh my the God. days of Urban Meyer and Spurrier. The, the, yeah. Yes, yeah. I mean he might be, even exceed that because Spurrier and Urban di- won't have the NIL nope. deal, and they don't have the recruiting deal. Nope, and he's or they, from and, none, and they didn't have portal back then. I mean, he's from. Fort Remember Myers? back in the day when you, you when you wanted to transfer, you had to call the head coach. coach? You had to write you a letter. You had, had to, to write sit the other out team. for a year, had, or you now you just a, literally just go. Shall we play a game? And you yep. just literally sign on and say, "I want to go fucking here. I'm available." You yep. have to ha- apply for a hardship waiver, which was total politics right. and bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Dion just being the, where he's from. I saw I saw him tweet yesterday, saying, um, "Man, I've been looking at the portal daily." Looking at the portal daily. Hit me up. I'm not hard to find. Oh, I love it. I mean, you know, what other coach can say that? Nobody can. When do you guys want to do this again? We we got this one. I love doing radio with you guys. It it doesn't even feel like work. How about, um, I don't know, um, does the 22nd work for you guys? Or do you want to take the entire month off? Yeah, I don't know where I'm going to be on the 22nd. Let's take the entire month off. And we'll come back in January. As needed, okay? Plus, you and I got Brent. Probably got a lot of work from now. Oh, today. we do. Brian, a lot of something else. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Bob. Tell my buddy Tom Bean I'll be over there later, okay? We'll do.